Hey guys, I'm Richard Fitzgerald. This is Dubai Works, where we interview the business leaders making a difference in this great city. That business with scalability was very interesting to me. I like building something that has legacy. Welcome back to another week of Dubai Works Business Podcast. This week, the guest on the show is Peter Zilmans. He is the founder and of Community Advisor. Peter has been in the oil and gas industry for over 13 years in Dubai, and most recently as a GM for a multinational organization. Since the global pandemic, he has left that and he set up Global Community Advisor. Uh, it's your community's social network, where besides forums, trades, events, and community info, you can find your company advisory directory, where companies offer their uh, discounts and products information and can be re reviewed by neighbors as well. Today on the show, we'll discuss how the community advisor came about, a little bit more detail about what it offers, uh, and then community apps, where are the trends, what's happening in technology, and also an outlook for the region and what P Peter sees uh, uh, in the coming years as well as opportunities. Good morning, Peter. Good morning, Richard. Thank you so much for the invite. And thanks for coming on. How, how are things going? We're able to sit apart and we're in the studio. It's nice to meet people. Yeah, yeah. it's been uh, difficult, of course, during the current uh, pandemic to, uh, to meet people and, and visit people, especially business-wise. Um, but on the other end, I think it has um, opened up people's diaries. So there's a lot more Zoom meetings, a lot more Teams meetings, and business continues. So yeah, I'm happy to actually sit face to face with you. It hasn't happened for probably the last half year. <laughs> yeah. So you've been running your company. You set your comp company up remotely. Correct. And can you tell us a bit about the the, the idea as well? Good. Yeah. I'll start from the from the beginning. So this started, let's say, November in 2019. Even let's say slightly before the pandemic. Um, and we brought the idea really on the table in January with a sign-off and, 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 and moved forward. It started with we wanted to find out how could we capture the reviews in Dubai for companies properly because there's a lot of community forums out here in Dubai where people ask each other's advice and there's a lot of repetitive questions there. What is a good painter? What is a good AC company? Where should my kids go to school? So we really thought, okay, let's capture all these reviews in a nice platform and also give uh, the community neighbors um, another great um, app where they can organize events, organize their forums, organize activities, whilst also being able to access these, these companies and their reviews and discounts. So I met uh, my partner in, in January, actually via a game of sports, tennis. We didn't really spoke that often about what do you do, what do I do, because you just want to relax. And then I brought up this idea and he actually mentioned, listen, I got my own app development company and digital marketing company called Emirates Graphic. And I've had an idea myself to, to work on these company reviews. Um, why not you know, put our heads together and see where we, where we could go with this great idea? Mm. Um, so maybe already jumping on uh, the, the final topic, which was how apps are being developed. Yeah. It started in January. And if you're making an app, um, you're basically painting a picture. And that picture constantly changes and you wanted to swipe, you wanted to click, you want to have more information. This could be a great idea. So to actually plan it from a software perspective is really difficult. But I think Amherst Graphic has done a great um, job in guiding me through the journey with the ideas that we had and um, painting that picture yeah. before you go, let's say, in the app development uh, phase. So that was January. Pandemic hit hard. In, uh, in February um, in some countries around the globe. I still went on a, on a little honeymoon to South Africa in March. And guess what? Unfortunately, the Dubai borders closed. 
Uh, so we were stuck in South Africa. Uh, my wife was highly pregnant. We were able to fly back via Dubai to the UK and we stayed there almost till August until we had the baby and were able to come back to Dubai. Oh, wow. So during that time, I was, <laughs> yeah, it's interesting it's a story. It's a personal story, yeah. Yeah, well, challenging. I always, because as an expat, you live far away from your family and friends. Yeah. I also told my wife, oh, it would be so nice to get to know your parents a lot better. <laughs> so I was able to stay with them for six months yeah. during the pandemic. So yeah. we got to know each other very well. And I think it has um, bonded us in great, great friendships. To the positive of it. That's a good, that's a good, uh, to hear a positive of because that was a difficult period for many people who weren't able to come back in because you were juggling a lot of different changes and things like that. It was incredible um, from a perspective that we missed our home. We have two dogs here. Mm. Um, you know, Just to leave the home as it was for almost six months and still keeping your mind focused on business. Of course, I was still working as a general manager for this multinational. Wow. Um, and staying on top of the team with the different time zones, etc. But it did give me the chance with the different time zones as well to focus on the idea that we were uh, trying to push off a community advisor. And it actually kicked off really well once we had some designs in hand yeah. that I was able to take to the to market. Because of course, no app will be there if there's no uh, capital funding and, and no partnerships there. Uh, you need to see what, what people's interest is in this app. Yeah. So we took those designs to market in, uh, let's say, August, and we got some amazing responses from people that wanted to partner up with us, like uh, My Dubai, Amrit's MBD Live, Mom's World, Pureborn, um, Munich Motorworks, so many companies that see the value in working with that selected group of, uh, of neighbors in the community. Interesting. So you, you were taking it to them as an investor or as a MVP, minimal viable product in terms of here's now where a brand can come on board? Or I think uh, that's a, a, a great question to ask. It is uh, number two. So basically they see the value in this app to be able to segment uh, a group of customers or a group of, um, of users that they see benefit in, 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 in working with. Yeah. They want to understand their, their users of their products or their services. They're very much interested in hearing their reviews. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows the, the well-known um, let's say travel advisor that uh, that exists on the internet where people can leave reviews about their experiences and yeah. use for for planning their um, their trips ahead so we thought of that concept um, and a lot of companies are not in that category of holiday and travel yeah but they still want to gain these these customer reviews because they believe they offer great services and and discounts for particular uh, repeat customers yeah so they thought this was going to be a great platform for them to participate in yeah and they've been with me um, almost even before app launch and the app launched in in december okay and um wow. yeah and since then they've uh, there's more and more people have come on board to support this great initiative interesting so uh, peter just kind of taking it a question around the tech ecosystem when you describe this app and i know uh we're probably guilty of putting it like, you know, often they say this region, people just copy what's in the rest of the world. Um, and this isn't like anything I've heard because it does a couple of things. However, if I'm looking at the well-known apps in other markets, uh, when you describe the what a community advisor does, on the company review and recommendation, there's one called Glassdoor. Mm -hmm. um, and it's known in jobs world, but like people check it out in other markets should I work there? Like the real Correct. honest reviews about angry stock would be on Glassdoor. <laughs> so that's interesting. It's not just products and services, but it's kind of real community around companies. 
And then there's a really big one, uh, also finishing in Door, called Nextdoor, which is, um, you know, about communities. But they're, they're different apps. Uh, they're different companies. And uh, one of my friends tried this community one in Dubai a few years ago, um, Hoodie, Hoodie, H-O-O-D-I. Oh, yeah. uh, and, uh, you know, and the idea was to be a social network for buildings. We're, we're in tall buildings right. or we're in communities and we, and we, don't, know, we don't know what's going on. <laughs> so that type of thing. So um, is that, would, would it, I don't want to kind of um, force you to be like the thing that we complain about, which is copying the West or whatever, but like, Do you, do you look at these things? Did investors look at these apps and see the opportunity? Did you did you see valuations on that? So so it's good to understand that people have tried um, similar type ideas to understand that there is a potential for an app like this, not only from the company side, but more importantly, from the user side, because mm. the owners of these companies probably have the same mindset as I have. There is a gap here and that needs to be uh, filled. It's interesting, you're bringing up the company, we're mentioning names here next door, I only came uh, to realize that Nextdoor existed, let's say, halfway through this journey yeah. because I moved from company reviews to understanding that actually reviews are only being given in a community environment. Mm. So that's when we built a whole community scope around it and also understood that it's not only about reviews, it's about connecting communities, connecting parents, connecting kids, social network. Um, so by uh, the middle of that journey, um, I, I stumbled upon companies like Nextdoor and Hoodie, and there's another couple of companies that, that did something similar. Um, and they have uh, probably gone through similar uh, scenarios that, that I have, where you say, okay, let's go this direction, and then they need to slightly change their model to either become profitable, or they, they can see it doesn't work like this. Mm. And I can't judge if that happened with Hoodie, or what's happening with Nextdoor. I know, for instance, Nextdoor um, is, is a very large and very largely evaluated company. They have expanded to, to Europe and to Australia, so they see a massive potential mm. in, um, let's say, being a competitor of another social platform, uh, basically only focusing on, on, uh, on communities. What we think is the added benefit here is the review part. Mm. Um, everybody's well known here with uh, the large discount app for restaurants and hotels in Dubai that became a success story. Yeah. And if you would look at that, there's a lot of other services in Dubai that probably have discounts, um, but you wouldn't know about it. It might get to you in your junk email or via any other means. But now we're trying to organize in a nice organized manner mm. and you have access to that. And it's honest. So I wouldn't 100% trust uh, stuff that would be offered on a search provider yeah. or would be offered on a other community social network that's that not sure how it's being ring-fenced to make sure it's a real neighbor. Mm. And I think with our security and privacy policies in place, I think you'll get a lot of added value out trusting those reviews. Mm. And um, once you have the community established, you can take that forward and say, okay, these are the companies that we trust. We have a lot of us using these companies. Why wouldn't we try to get a discount for our community buy? Mm. And that's something what will be the next phase of the app. We already have a trade section. We already have the companies nicely organized in a directory in terms of main category and subcategory. And I was using this example over Christmas. So why wouldn't it be that somebody raises their hand in Christmas time and says, who wants a, a Christmas tree? Yeah. And think if we get to 20, 25 people with a Christmas tree, I'm sure we can get a discount. Yeah. So we're going to build a functionality where there's a minimum amount of attendees. Yeah. It will then be posted to the companies in the directory, garden and pool and flowers and plants. Yeah. And they will then be able to respond and, and give your community the deal that you're looking for. Yeah. 
And this can be applied to numerous of services. You, you want to buy kids bikes. I'm sure there's more parents in your neighborhood who want kids bikes yeah. or uh, swimming lessons. Anything that sure. uh, could be relevant, you can go as a group to market and hopefully get some recognition as a group and receive discounts. Amazing. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about the features because it, it sounds like you've scoped out a lot of cool things. Um, you, you were here 13 years. You come from the oil and gas industry. Uh, how, is, how is kind of making the leap into a, an <laughs> entrepreneur? I know, I know we talked about the kind of timeline, but how was it emotionally? <laughs> <laughs> well, people always said, uh, people who were entrepreneurs said, Pete, you are very lucky that you can experiment with other people's money in terms of yeah. how you you spend and, and Were you a it. consultant or were you more on No, the... I was a general manager, a yeah. multi, multi-million dollar uh, oil and gas business, uh, more in the electrical space, anything that would be on an oil and gas plant, if there would be uh, something be able to explode due to gases, the electrical equipment can't cause that explosion. So we're selling these wow. products um, yeah, widely through Saudi, uh, Qatar, Kuwait, Oman, everywhere, um, but it taught me um, a lot of great skills. They, of course, uh, being a large multinational organization, have great training programs, um, financial support in terms of how you read balance sheets, what you should just spend your money on, how to plan your strategy. Interesting. So understanding all of that uh, probably has prevented me for some of the pitfalls that maybe a new entrepreneur would have starting up, not being able to maybe understand the financials, 100% or how to deal with corporate partnerships, talking to large customers or large partners to present your product. So I think that's been a great learning experience. Um, and I think I've, I've had the chance now to take that to my private uh, business. Yeah, private business. Yeah. And with the enthusiasm that I have, because the company's always worked for, the customers always said, do you have a lot of shares in this company? Or why, why are you presenting it? <laughs> why do you this? care so much? Yeah, why, why do you care so much? <laughs> yeah. That, that, I really feel like I can do something I care about and um, I feel that I can be free, creative, outside of that corporate, that is maybe the restriction, outside mm. of that corporate suit where you need to, of course, follow a lot of policies, have a lot of approvals. So the creativeness I've, I've noticed in myself in the last six months has been incredible. Mm. That's amazing. When you described it like that, it kind of answered my question or what I was thinking in terms of you know, people try and map out what they try and say what the challenges of starting a business are technology, licenses, funding, getting uh, product out, pricing and that sort of stuff. So getting getting it going. Right. Uh, but um, so actually, sometimes it's uh, the shift of being an employee, being supported not really having responsibility and autonomy, even if you have a senior role, there can be many people in the senior role and uh, in that organization and going into doing everything yourself. However, the way you described it is you were essentially doing, you, you had the responsibility anyway. So if, if, you, if you're a leader in a company or even if you're running a business unit in, in a big company, uh, you do have visibility and you do have P&L responsibility. You have to think about staff. You have to think about hiring. You have to think about pricing and targets and things like that. So that that helps if you're making that jump. Would you think so? I think I think one aspect I might have forgot to mention is the HR aspect of being in a large corporate company with over I had over 30 employees. I think about 50% of my time is making sure the employees are happy, satisfied, understand their emotions, 
um, make sure the environment is, is right to work in yeah. um, and, and be considerate for everything that happens in those people's lives because everybody works whatever, sometimes 40 to 60 or yeah. how many hours a week. You develop that empathy skill, yeah. Correct. So I think that really made me understand how some people think. Uh, Dubai is very multicultural, it's an expert environment. Um, so you get to know what drives people. Of course, we're having a close connection with the employees. You understand what drives them in their free time. Um, I think all these aspects with, of course, my 13 years of experience in Dubai helped me understand what a community is about and how different cultures and people think. And we hope to be able to address it for all um, different, different uh, groups that, that, that exist in Dubai, different neighborhoods. Um, yeah, it sounds like the product you've described does sound like it's suited for Dubai. It also sounds it's audience centric. It's putting the audience first. Um, what else can, do you think you kind of learned from the last 13 years of uh, uh, from Dubai? What else have you kind of uh, felt that this will work here as opposed to elsewhere? I think in Dubai, people um, are expats. They might not have family or friends around. And therefore, they look for advice. And I think if they're looking for advice, they normally ask neighbors or friends that they have met in Dubai on, on what is the correct uh, approach. Dubai itself is very transit. You even move uh, neighborhoods. You know, rents go up, rents go down. So your transit as a, as, let's say, as a family in Dubai or as an individual, um, which makes you have to connect with other people in other communities. So over 13 years, Dubai has, has seen a, a massive boost of different areas starting because uh, I arrived here when, when Dubai Marina, they were looking out of the window here, was still very, uh, very new. Um, and everybody knew everybody, especially when you would go out in, in, in the scene. Um, now it has grown a lot. And I think it's nice to give people a place like on our app where they feel connected to, to people and, and got that homely feeling yeah. that they might have from home. To your question, like why would this work here and maybe not in other parts of, of, um, of the world? I think in other parts of the world, you could be your own entrepreneur. Um, John or Ahmed is a plumber and you know that and you know that for 20 years. So everybody, a group of friends know you go there. Here, there's a lot of companies that offer the same type of services. So for you to find out which ones are the correct services to use, you need to be able to, to get an opinion on, on what that is. Yeah. And everybody here needs to have a trade license. So it's not John or Ahmed, it's, it's a company. And companies could differ with the, the people they might send out for you for, the, for their service, either their delivery or, or whatever you receive from these, uh, from these companies. So Dubai being a company-centric, let's say, an, of an individual um, environment in terms of business setup that you might see in, in Europe or the Netherlands, where, where I'm from, um, I feel this gives the opportunity for people to really see what all these companies are about. Mm. And I think they can create their own directory. So within a year, they will know which companies they would like to see in their community and in their neighborhoods. So from a business aspect, they they can manage what, what they want to see. Mm. And I think that's, that's where Dubai is, is strong. And they give a lot of people the opportunity to set up businesses. But also because of that, there's an abundance of a lot of different choices. Mm. And therefore, you need to be able, as a consumer, to understand where to go. Interesting. And you can spot that. You can see the things that are missing here. And it's great to see enthusiasm for, you know, thinking that, oh, over the last sort of 10, 15 years, we've seen household names in Dubai in terms of apps and, right. and products. Um, but actually believe in, in yourself and believe in that you know, you can create something else. It doesn't mean that everything is done. It's still a growing city, isn't it? And, you know, you came here 
during what people talk about was the last time that you know 2008 when many just people were leaving. Just before recession, <laughs> it was, you could you could almost uh, smell the the how called the opportunity when I arrived. I was already coming here in 2007, but I moved here in uh, I think August 2008. It was incredible. Yeah, even to find a place to rent was just very difficult yeah. because each owner was asked buy or sell, buy or sell, decide now. Okay. So you have to convince an owner, just rent it out to me. This is going to continue for another five years. You can earn a lot more. Just rent it out to me for the moment. Yeah. And then, unfortunately, everything uh, went slightly down at yeah. the end of 2008. Yeah, interesting. But so, but how do you compare that to now? I know the dynamics are completely different, but do you think that companies like yours, and do you think this is a good opportunity to kind of create the next wave of... 100%. And I mean, there's a lot of apps coming up, but let me first give some compliments to, to Dubai. Everybody from Europe looks sometimes at Dubai, oh, it's opportunistic, or it's maybe yeah, it's it's not as big as it seems. But Dubai has done amazing things with organizing their free zones, especially of course the free trade zone in Jebel Ali port. Yeah, they have the Dubai financial uh, district. I think those things have really strongly survived the, the pandemic and shown that Dubai is not just some sorry to say fancy fancy buildings it's a mm. strong group of people with a strong mindset and a strong drive yeah. where decisions are being taken to improve the the life standard of everybody who lives here and um, that's why i've you know, stayed around and i'm definitely going to stay around for as long as i can amazing interesting i think when you put it in context you know we're in, we're in the 50th year of the of the uae as a country and you know uh if if you compare dubai as a city compared with uh, the the biggest uh, sort of financial hubs of the world or other trade hubs of the world, uh, they're a lot more established and the pace is different. Uh, you know, when when something is so established, almost things go slower you know, in, in London or in business. So there's less opportunities for startups, but th that means here you almost take more risk, but there's the opportunity to kind of create that platform that people can get behind. And I, I think what's really nice about Community Advisor is the community aspect because that's a great place to start um how do you go about that how do you get people you know if you're doing a uh i want to ask about fundraising but whenever uh you pitch an idea to someone um you, you always have to say well i'm going to get the audience and i'm going to get the brand so you have to do two things so how did you kind of well, choose as we what comes first <laughs> I, I, I can i can mention some some good ideas of how i approach uh partners um I always look at my, my own situation. I know there's people that's probably in Dubai that are 10, 15 years younger than me. And there's probably 10, 15 years older than me. Okay. All kind of different uh, ranges. But, um, you know, if you look at entertainment, um, do I still go to a website uh, and find out what movies are, are happening? I probably wouldn't because I'm busy with other stuff. But if this would be integrated in my social network and I would see on top, um, Novo Cinemas is offering these great new movies and these in these location these locations that might trigger me and and do something with it. So when I look at it, all the services I've seen and used and I've seen on other social platforms that people are looking for, I understand what the drivers of the people to look for those services, and then I'm trying to find companies that match that uh, that fit. So you're a new mom in Dubai, and the Netherlands has different brands of of prams and where yeah. you buy your food and your stuff. Why do you do it here? Is there like supermarkets or grocery stores that offer that? Probably better to do it online. There's great brands like Mom's World that offer 
all kinds of stuff with the, on the click of a finger, um, supported by beautiful products of, of, of Pureborn on, on nappies and wipes. So everybody raves about these products anyhow. Mm -hmm. So why not make that easy findable for people either coming new to Dubai or maybe entering that phase in their life when they might become a mom and have to start asking these questions. Yeah. So that's how we've gone about it. Um, um, people are new, they need to open a bank account. So, you know, there's really new ways to do that. Like Emirates MBD has got this Live digital um, banking platform, which makes it really easy, first of all, to sign up, to get your car, to personalize it and be part of something that is growing really, really fast. So I look at what people are looking for. Then uh, we try to find the companies that represent it. And that's how we grew to almost 19 categories in this, let's say, integrated company directory mm. in your community advisor uh, app. And then it's up to the, the people who use it. And of course, even more important, that's why it's win-win for the companies in that directory. And everybody can sign up for free as a, as a company to go and get those reviews. Yeah. And after one year, you know, we'll, we'll give out badges and rewards, hopefully saying rated a 4.2 on community advisor. Yeah, you gamify it a bit. Yeah. Interesting. So is where's the kind of transaction, the commercial aspect of it? Is it in terms of affiliates or commission in terms of people booking or how does it work? For for me, you mean a sort of income for the, uh, for the app? Yeah. So um, I want to keep everything free and the, up to a certain level. So for the users, 100% free. For companies, it's free um, up to, let's say, three or five communities. So we have a website called companyadvisor.ae. Yeah. Companies as small as a small gardener. And we've, we've chased a lot of these mobile numbers that we saw on these social platforms to actually find out, hey, who does John or Ahmed work for? Yeah. And uh, give, them, give them a platform. And they can be totally for free on the website and on the app up to three communities. Yeah. So they can gain reviews and become the best gardener in those three communities. Then they grow. And then there is a, a platform where we get, for instance, an offer now of 199 dirhams a month. If people want to be beyond those uh, three communities and be seen all over Dubai mm. um, and maybe do some featuring with us on, on the top or feature in that category, yeah. we can discuss all that. But that's not my money making uh, motivation. Yeah. I don't want to be part of any commission. I don't want to be associated with um, the services because yeah. if people have a bad experience with the service, they might blame it on the app. I booked the service via your app. No. It's purely for you then to leave a review, either positive or negative, about the service that you've used. Yeah. So that's hope. That's how we hope to grow, finding strong partners per category that, of course, will have increased exposure, but to the benefit of um, the community users because you're going to get some great discounts of these amazing brands. Yeah. Um, I mean, give an example: Munich Motor Works. Everybody knows maybe the traditional garages in uh, Dubai. But Munich Motor Works can take care of all these brands at a lot reduced price with also the same, uh, let's say, material. So there's a benefit in there and let's, let, letting me promote Munich Motor Works because there's a benefit for you as a, as a user. Yeah. And there's nothing in it for me. It's just bringing the company and the, the users together. Yeah. And if it grows, there's so many things I would like to, to do with the app, as you can imagine. You like to ask your neighbors uh, about their knowledge about something. Okay. So two things I would like to do. One is create an ask the expert section. So you might not know everything about AC systems, but maybe Transguard, who um, recently has gone um, really strong into the living segment, they would be able to answer some basic questions. And if you then still need help, you can call them out. But they are there to answer your questions. If it's on banking, I've got uh, a company called um, supportive called iLaw. They're very digital present and they're very 
related to all the new Dubai laws that recently have been introduced yeah. in Dubai. They're very much up to date on that, even on social media, etc. So you can post, besides posting questions to your neighbors, yeah. at some point you can post questions to these experts. So it actually gives you a, um, an easy, let's say, uh, point of access to Amazing. a lot of your it's it's interesting because you're kind of empowering the businesses and you that's you know the community advisor is the user app and then company advisor is the website where they can kind of subscribe for the, the freemium model sort of thing um which is cool I, I i get it what you're really building a social network uh social networks have been in the news a lot for 15 years but <laughs> a lot lately around you know there's a lot of trend around uh privacy there's a yeah and where, where can i start <laughs> so so the good thing is i saw something happening during um during lockdown to to be honest this is yeah. a typical dubai example there were people running on a golf course in dubai and one of the neighbors said hey um, you guys are not paying any green fees okay um you shouldn't be running there i'm going to report you next time i see you of course, they were exercising around the side around of the, the golf course. course. Okay, so somebody has a problem with that. Yeah, as soon as you're part of one of these Facebook groups where people like to yeah complain about everything. <laughs> but the unfortunate fact of some of those groups is that you can immediately say see the whole background of that person. Yeah, his family pictures, where he's from, where yeah. he studied. So that conflict was called jog gate at some point on this this uh, the wow. social network, and yeah. it spiraled completely out of control to the person. Which uh, community was it? I don't want to mention you know specifically. Because, <laughs> you know, people in Dubai have, like, we don't, we, you know, they're private groups and we don't write about people who writes the comments, but they are, you know, they are uh, vibrant places. They're, everything happens on them. <laughs> so, so to, um, to yeah. give a bit of background about our app, you're not going to have any more profile information than just a picture and your name. I hope people use their, their real names. Yeah, you but don't the, ask for their date of birth and no, all that sort of stuff. No. And I mean, that refused me to sign up from some apps. If they start asking all these questions, I know they might be doing data harvesting or... or yeah. So I want to keep it very simple, easy login, be on there. We have software in place and let's say to be the police officer of who stays on and who is not. If people are, you know, try to write... Um, bias reviews will immediately catch that because the review is only being seen in your community so if somebody in dubai hills posts a review you don't see that in jamara gold estates or in dera or in jablali village okay. so you immediately see if somebody is not from that surrounding or doesn't really describe your neighborhood we can also pick up on those um, yeah on those software aspects. you'll also have a kind of they're talking about these committees now and uh these uh they're using fancy words in, in american podcasts around uh, advisory boards, like uh, you know, and of the communities you mean, owners' associations, or you mean betting content and moderating content? Yeah. yeah. So, so we're working with teams. Um, we have some development in other countries. They they're on top of the software on on vetting the content. So, fall language um, images are more difficult to control because it's supposed straight to the through the network encrypted, so you can't capture capture that too quickly. I'm not a technical expert. I'm trying to describe no, it. Yeah. Um, the best I can. But we've tried to really protect people's uh, privacy. They have to feel at home. They have to feel safe and secure. And from there, they should start using the services and, and connect with their neighbors. Yeah. So, so it's, uh, will there be forums? Like how many, talking about app developments and social networks and features, like there's, uh, you know, scope creep is an issue when, when you try and do too much. How do you prioritize? How do you kind of choose what's next? And how do you have a kind of a tech roadmap? So we have a lot of feedback uh, coming in via feedback option in the app and even via the, the company advisor.ae website. 
one of them that, that is really interesting, and um, I've spoken to a lot of other app developers and say there needs to be something in your app that people go and check out, yeah. even if it's on a weekly basis. Yeah. Maybe even say get sticky, get great behavior. Yeah. And I think the, the one thing that we're now onto is um, um, you know, there, there, there have been discount apps around where every time you try to click discount, oh, the discount is gone or maximum number reached. So we're going to turn it around what I mentioned before and try to do these group discount buys. So you would be interested. Let's have a look at this app. Let's see if somebody is doing something this week. Mm. What are they trying to buy this week? And maybe you can be part of that and get some really good steals. Mm. Or you are the one, um, you know, posting that 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 next um, next hot item. Let's say where people would go for in their community. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, fair enough. And did you, you know, did you have to go? Did you try and go around raising money for this or how? Like. Uh, what stage how are you approaching it that way so i've been lucky to have been on a great salary with my previous company and um, i've been able to save quite a bit so this is completely self-funded uh, for the moment um i have a partnership uh, co-founder sasha christ who is uh, owner of Amherst graphic yeah. so they are basically yeah. coming in with the tech world and and all the aspects i need there because otherwise it would have been Peter Zillman's walking out with a beautiful app and iPhone would have launched the iPhone 20. He said, hey guys, can you please upload the app um, and up to the new screens? And they might have invoiced me 10,000, I know how many dollars to make these small changes. So between my ideas and their flexibility to completely self-develop the app and adapt ideas that I have and that users have, we have a great amount of flexibility. Yeah. So I didn't want to do, for instance, food and beverage because there's a lot of food and beverage companies and discounts out there. Yeah. But some of these great food and beverage companies like um, the new um, situation at the Els Club in Dubai, in Sports City, or you have the, the, the Trump International Golf Course where Scalmore Hospitality has taken over. It's been amazing to how to see that they have become the hub of the community. So you want to know if they've got a brunch on in the weekend, Definitely. if they have a theme night, if there's something else happening, of course, under COVID rules yeah. and, and, and you know the distance apart. So we had to go to food and beverage. To um, some degree, yeah. We've gone to certain activities. So now we're also integrating a booking option, not for me to have commission, but just to place a URL mm -hmm. or anything that can help the companies that are on there receive um, uh, the customer easier. Yeah. Either booking a tea time. Mm. There's a lot of apps that immediately help you book your laundry. So basically, I'm just helping facilitating, redirecting it to the right yeah. company easier. Because even um, you know WhatsApp and email is becoming things of the past. It needs to be faster and quicker. Yeah. And you need to get where you need to be as fast as you can. Yeah, fascinating. I think it, just on the structure of the business, I was listening to, uh, we, use a, we use many different SaaS products as many companies do. And one of the How I Built This podcast episodes was with Calendy. I was just so fascinated by his raw story because he didn't leave his company. He found a, a tech company agency in Ukraine to build it. And, you know, like it's the other way around. Whereas if you start to pitch an idea uh, and raise money, you're almost, uh, it's like golden handcuffs. You're almost restricted to that product map that you did. You can't be flexible. You can't feel it. You can't have the freedom. And I think this is a different approach of doing it. Well, I've uh, I've seen a lot of people that have received investment recently in, in new apps and uh, congrats for them on that. But I think it comes with a lot of uh, pressure to deliver what you what you promise. And a lot of people, there was a beautiful article on LinkedIn the other day, keep boot, bootstrapping it because yeah. <laughs> normal people give 40% of their company away to become a billion dollar company and, and they aim very high. 
I'm not saying I'm not aiming high. I'm doing this for a reason, for my own happiness. Corporate life has had a stressful environment. I'm just trying to um, you know, get to a comfortable situation for me and my family and, and three kids and be able to find the services I like and I yeah. need. And it doesn't have to become a billion, billion dollar company. It just needs a service purpose. Yeah. Um, I've met amazing uh, marketing and management people over all these companies I'm working with right now. For instance, the, the right market. I always used to go to the right market for I don't know how many years. Yeah. They now opened up again in the, in the Academy Park. So I went there last week and I said, this is crazy. There should where be is Academy Park. Academy Park is on Umsukim Road, okay. where there's the Police Academy. Oh, so yeah, you do okay. a quick U-turn if you come back from Umsukim, and you park on the right. There's a hundred little entrepreneurs with homemade products or UAE-based uh, companies. Yeah. So again, I said this would be amazing. I should have known about this on my app. Yeah. I should have seen it somewhere yeah. and not in a junk email. So we've worked with them, and well, they got a lot of visitors every weekend. So hopefully. Um, in, in return, we can we can make people aware, and we can help with our companyadvisor.ae website. Yeah. Give these little entrepreneurs a platform to list their companies, yeah. and then they promote the app, saying, "Would you mind leaving a review?" So you might have bought some cupcakes from um, Sprinkle and Garnish, mm. and um, you leave a review. Well, your whole community in Dubai Hills will then see. Oh, actually, I got a birthday. Yeah, uh, this looks good, and you click on the app, and you go to the page. It's very actionable. Yeah, so we're helping small company startups up to the large companies to get the recognitions they need and, yeah. and deserve. What's really nice about this is, you know, sometimes people uh, are, are charged a tax for an app. You know, there's a there's a delivery fee or there's an extra fee, whereas you don't have that. And, and the user doesn't feel as if, okay, if I'm booking a laundry via community advisor, uh, it's actually not more expensive. It's the same price. Correct. I just have everything in one place. And hopefully, because I'm offering the companies a platform to find more targeted users in the community, yeah. which should be easier for them. Imagine pool or garden maintenance. If they can send some gardeners out for one day there, and they can do 30 homes instead mm. of picking them up, driving them somewhere else, well, they give community advisor users maybe a 10% discount. Yeah. So once you've mentioned that, then instead of only finding the services, you get an additional discount on top. Yeah. And that's what I've been able to establish for them, which is fantastic. Amazing. Uh, where did you register the company? Um, in a free zone, create the free zone at the moment as yeah. um, under the, let's say, advertising and, and digital agency uh, part. We're also trying to do... As an activity. Yeah. yeah. You're trying to do... We're trying to do something else as well to help people who lost their jobs in the yeah. pandemic. Nice. Um, might quickly mention that if I'm allowed to. Please. It's called uh, Job Advisor. So it's going to be the only platform where I believe you can show your face in uh, in Dubai. So a lot of people lost their jobs in hospitality, retail, mm. travel and tourism. Um, instead of just coming with a with a piece of paper or digital application, if you're lucky, maybe a cover letter. There's going to be a one minute video of who you are. Yeah, like a Netflix. You go in there as a company. You can select what are we looking for. You get to see some videos of people you might like. You get a good first impression, and then you can just directly contact those um, uh, those people that you're interested in. Yeah. Again, no fees, nothing. Yeah. So I'm really help trying to help people get through this uh, yeah. pandemic and hopefully find jobs again in Dubai because it's such a great city. Yeah, exactly. And and you also attract the similar people who the mindset of want to get their business listed, want to kind of serve a community and people who understand Dubai. Peter, how do you how do you segment Dubai communities? There are, there's so many new ones. There's old ones. Like how do you break it down and how do you how do you go about uh, which ones to focus on? 
Good. So it's 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 an interesting question to pose because it started off with gated communities because people might, in my sense, would have had more community feeling there because there's a gate in the front. But by talking to a lot of our customers and users and friends, they said, well, I feel I'm part of JBR, multiple high-rise. I feel part of the Dubai Marina as a larger area. So I don't think there's a discrimination in terms of it's either gated or high-rise. Yeah. And that's why in our logo, you also see a high-rise sign and a house sign. Okay. Where some people might think it's the, <laughs> it's the house on top of a tablet or a phone. It actually, I created the, the sign that also shows high-rise and, and, yeah. and a house um, environment. So we, we created 40 communities and how it usually works if people contact us and say, I don't see my community on here. We say, okay, which one is it? Well, it's Altuar or it's um, Al-Barsha where I wouldn't have thought there would have been more business establishments versus residents, but they still want to see a part of or be part of a community in, uh, there. Yeah. So we create it for them. Yeah. And it's easy for us to do that because it has all the same aspects and I can play around with what I show and they can play around at some point with which companies they want to see. Yeah. So that will filter out after a year the companies that said we can provide services in these communities. They can select which communities they want to be active in. Yeah. So it's going to be quite niche. Okay. Um, so I'm not the judge. The people are the judge. Anybody who wants to have a, a community and think it's it's worth uh, us establishing one, please reach out to us and we'll we'll get your community on there. Very good. Uh, so just a couple of questions around kind of next steps, but I, I can't look forward to much without getting your views on the the pandemic uh and 2021 what's your kind of outlook uh or, you know for the year are you optimistic obviously i, I think with a, doing a startup but peter do you think that some kind of especially early stage startups can almost keep their head away from the pandemic can you get your head down and sort of uh knowing that it's going to take time and effort to build your business and almost kind of run in parallel with the recovery, or do you have to pivot and change and watch trends during the pandemic as well? Interesting question. I'm lucky that our community is digital, where at the moment being part of a community, a community face-to-face or in person has been restricted. Hmm. So for me, actually having people talk more online, trying to be more part of a digital community versus doing other activities has helped my app. I think Dubai is doing a great job with um, with the vaccines and the vaccinations. I've been lucky myself to already have had a vaccination um, and uh, last week. Me too. We're, we're probably both going for a second dose soon. Yeah, go for a second. I've heard that has more side effects. No, just kidding. <laughs> I, I hope to um, to see that a lot of people are able to to get these vaccines, and Dubai will come out of this as one of the first cities and uh, UAE as countries in the world. Uh, which will be positive for business. Definitely, uh, they have changed a lot of laws on investment. They've a lot of changed a lot of laws around um, around uh, well communities and people uh, itself. They just keep reinventing themselves to be a great place to live. So I don't think they have much to fear in terms of how they're going to get through this towards mm-hmm. the end of 2021. Amazing. It's, it's good. I, I agree. I think that's the kind of short term, and we've got so much to look forward to at the end of the year with Expo and with the the anniversary, the National Day. Um, beyond that, uh, Dubai has got lots of communities, community advisors, obviously feels really good fit for Dubai. Do you think beyond the city? Do you think beyond the country? Do you look regionally? Do you look internationally? 100%. I have a lot of experience over the last uh, 13, 14 years. I've made a lot of friends in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. They're already really enthusiastic about the idea of, of having an app like this established yeah. there and being able to find their services. Some of their areas are a bit more widespread. So for them to know who is able to reach them in, in certain areas and offer certain services uh, will be very beneficial to them. 
their population, of course, young population as well, very digitally active. So it has a massive uh, fit there. And I think there's a lot of other expat communities around in, in Qatar, in Kuwait, even mm -hmm. in Oman. It might be on a smaller scale like all the communities that have been built up in, uh, in Dubai, but definitely a lot of potential to expand this. Um, even people in South Africa have already uh, asked, like, this would be great yeah. to, to have. It doesn't necessarily have to be a physical community of a physical location. You can, of course, imagine that the app could be a community platform for all employees of a large telecom company in Dubai yeah. or of the airline that we all know in Dubai or in Abu Dhabi. Yeah. So we can basically use that app as well to give a private environment to, to larger companies or um, church communities, uh, all kinds of cultural communities, mm. activities and sports and events communities. The only reason why I've not gone that route from the beginning to open yeah. it up that way is that if somebody is not happy with, uh, I'm a basketball player, yeah. saying with the basketball community leader or the person who set up the community, they open up basketball community number two. And then before <laughs> you know it, you get a wild grow of, of communities. Okay. Whereas that will be a lot more difficult with the, with the physical established communities like we have right now. Great. Well, thanks a lot. I think I'll leave it at that for now. Uh, if I was to use this, uh, which I will, do I, I, I'm resident in Dubai Sports City, and obviously we're here in JLT. Which community do I join? Um, <laughs> it's a place where you live. Um, yeah. Dubai Sports City, you'll be able to see which shops are there, you'll be able to see which services can, can reach out to you and connect. I mean, you seem like a very active person, maybe someone who wants to go, if possible, with the rules that are out there now to organize an activity, a game of tennis, yeah. a, a coffee morning, very or cool. uh, business ideas. Find, see if there's entrepreneurs in Sports City that will come together for a coffee. With a couple of clicks, you get your neighbors connected yeah. and, uh, and get going. I think I think it's I think it's amazing. I think it's actually when you describe it like that. My mum's out there, and she would love ways to connect with people more. So it's obviously there's a gap in the market. So well done. Good to hear about the community so advisor. Much, and uh, yeah, thanks for coming on, Peter. And we'll follow your journey throughout. Thank you so much. Have a lovely day. Thank you. That's it for another episode of Dubai Works. Thank you so much for listening, and please leave a review on the podcast platform that you're listening too. It really helps with organic searches. Also, if you'd like to appear on Dubai Works or know someone who has an inspiring business story in Dubai, please do get in touch on any of the smashy social platforms.